Hello and welcome back to Episodes of Psychosis. I'm your host, Mervyn, and this is a show where we talk about psychosis and the issues affecting people suffering from psychosis, and we offer a supportive voice and encouragement for people as they recover from the mental condition. First off, I want to say a big thank you to all the listeners. We've reached 350 total plays for all the episodes of this uh, podcast. And so I just want to say a big thank you to all those who listen. And um, I do keep a close eye on the statistics, the listening statistics and the plays. So that's a wonderful encouragement for me to see that people are interested in this podcast and they're tracking with it. And and yeah, so that's just that's just a real positive thing for me uh today and I just wanted to share that with you the listeners as well. Today we're going to be talking about cannabis and psychosis. So what is the link between using cannabis, um, smoking cannabis, and developing psychosis? Also, what is also we'll talk about the tendency of people experiencing psychosis to want to trend toward using um, cannabis. And so that's and so that's the topic that we'll talk about today. We'll also talk about the implications of cannabis use for people um, and, and the impact that it has on psychosis symptoms. We'll talk about why people might t- trend toward or tend toward using cannabis if they are... Um, if they have mental health issues as a way of self-medicating, and we'll talk about the implications of that. On October 17th, 2018, Canada legalized... Uh, marijuana or cannabis and so you can legally purchase it anywhere in Canada uh, from that date onward Uh, there's also talk about um, the the legal uses and the implications for people who um, want to um, smoke cannabis uh, on a and where they can do it legally and so on and so forth. So that's why I thought that uh, that's I thought that would be a good reason to talk about the implications of this for um, people experiencing psychosis uh, because there is a link actually between, psychosis between cannabis use and psychosis there is in fact um, 
in the Canadian newspaper The Globe and Mail, an opinion article on cannabis use and psychosis, and what young people need to know about the risks of cannabis use and psychosis. So I'll actually, I've actually included a link to this article um, in the comments section of this podcast. And the article was published on October 17th. And, and it's uh, written by Ian Gold and Joel Gold. Both are professors in psychiatry and, and also um, authors of Suspicious Minds, How Culture Shapes Madness. So their article focuses on the legalization of cannabis in Canada and the implications for um, develop a use of cannabis and the um, risk of developing psychosis. As you know, it's a family of psychiatric disorders characterized by delusions, auditory and other hallucinations, and bizarre thinking, disrupted thought, as well as lack of motivation. And it's Um, typically developing in late adolescence or early adulthood. Um, They they argue that psychosis is arguably the most serious health problem associated with cannabis use and the evidence for the association is strong. They talk about research showing that um, there was uh, Swedish uh, participants, 45,000 Swedish participants that were followed for 15 years found that um, those who consumed high amounts of cannabis were six times as likely to develop schizophrenia. A condition with uh, this, all the symptoms of psychosis and a very de- debilitating mental condition. Even moderate use, uh, so a follow-up study of the exact same group showed that even moderate use doubles one's, ri- one's risk of developing schizophrenia. So the authors argue that using cannabis is definitely a risk factor for later psychosis and the earlier the use, the greater the risk. The authors make an interesting point, which is that the attention given to psychosis in the debate about legalization was basically absent. So... In um, in the Canadian uh, context, there wasn't much discussion given to 
the link between psychosis and cannabis when they were talking about legalization. And there's research showing that Canadian youth are actually confused about the dangers of cannabis use. So, one of the things that would be interesting to point out is that public education is an important initiative. So, while we, while we talk about these issues, it's important to realize that the public is likely mostly unaware of um, the risks involved. And that's the point that the authors are making. It's not a risk-free... Their point is that um, cannabis use is not actually risk-free the way many might think of it. And their point is that a Canadian cannabis and psychosis campaign should follow the lead of effective anti-smoking campaigns in making youth aware of the risks involved in um, in, partake, in partaking of cannabis and the risks involved for their mental health. Following that line of thinking, there's an interesting website called cannabisandpsychosis.ca. I'll post the link for that website in the comments section as well. And this website is aimed at providing details about um, educating the public about the link between cannabis use and psychosis. So the website cannabisandpsychosis.ca, which is um, published by the Schizophrenia Society of Canada, is has the aim of educating the public about the links, the link between cannabis and psychosis, and the risk factors in. Um, smoking cannabis if you have um, the, the risk factors in developing psychosis if you're smoking cannabis and they also talk about if you already have a mental illness and you smoke cannabis and I'd like to focus on that for a few moments because I think that's an important area to focus on so According to the website, if you already have a mental illness, the research says that cannabis can cannabis use can impair recovery and treatment options. So, if you've been diagnosed with a psychotic disorder, ongoing cannabis use 
has been shown to be associated with more frequent relapses, more frequent hospitalizations, and greater positive symptoms in users compared with non-users with psychosis. Positive symptoms referring to um, hallucinations and delusions, and so on. Um, there is, according to the website, there's also a link between psychosis. There's also a link between cannabis use and impact on mental health in other ways. It can also increase the risk for depression and some forms of anxiety disorder. It can be, it's associated with symptoms of depression and w- when cannabis has begun in adolescence, it can increase the risk of developing depression. Cannabis use in adolescence may also increase the risk of suicide according to a combination of a number of different studies. Uh, these demonstrated that cannabis use at early Ages, particularly heavy use, was associated with increased risk of depression and in a current market with higher THC content, less cannabis may be needed to develop the same level of risk. In other words, um, the active ingredient in cannabis tetrahydrochlorate um, THC where that active ingredient is higher less cannabis use may be developed may be needed to develop the same level of risk the researchers also tackle the issue of why we use so there is So there's been some research that's gone into looking at motivation for cannabis use and they found that there's a number of different reasons that may lead people to use. Um, Conformity, coping, routine, these are some of the reasons for using. And the researchers address these in the website. I encourage you to take a look at the website. Who is at risk of developing uh, psychosis if they're using cannabis? Well, people who use cannabis in their early teenage years, age 15 or less, are at greater risk of developing psychosis. So the younger the age, um, the higher the risk it seems like. Also. They could develop psychosis at a younger age or also later on in life. Cannabis use has been shown to trigger and worsen psychosis in some people according to the research. They also they are also likely to experience their first symptoms at a younger age. And the earliest onset is associated with higher THC Uh, cannabis strains 
an average of six years earlier onset. Uh, this association is so str- is so strong that it may be to blame for London, England having one of the highest rates of psychosis incidents in the world. They also talk a little bit about some of the risk factors. So, the risk factors can be boiled down to the age at which cannabis use is started. And again, if it's below age 15, it's especially dangerous. The amount of THC in the cannabis and the balance of CBD and THC in the cannabis. Also, the researchers talk about understanding the difference between psychosis, a psychotic episode, or a bad trip. So a bad trip has some of the same features as a psychotic episode. Um, I, For example, you, you might have a hard time distinguishing whether you're experiencing psychosis or just having a bad high. It can be difficult to distinguish because smoking cannabis has some of the same symptoms as a psychotic break. Um, Paranoia, some delusions, etc. The researchers um, explain how explain the impact of smoking cannabis on the brain. They explain that there are that cannabis binds to receptors in the brain to give the high that people experience and that it, unfortunately it overrules the natural function of these receptors. They also talk about they also explain why um, cannabis use can affect mental health Um, so dramatically if you start as a teenager and the answer is brain development the brain develops from birth to about age 25 the brain develops in stages and the region of the brain um, and it the brain develops the the front of your prefrontal lobe last And this region of the brain is most involved in personality, decision-making, and social behavior. And so, biologically, these... There are parts of the brain that can be impacted directly um, by THC, which bind to the receptors... And research suggests a large amount of the signal that comes from inhaling or ingesting weed overwhelms the normal brain development process. For this reason, fully developed adults over the age of 25 are not at the exact same risk um, once the brain receptors have done their job finishing brain development. Um, And the research suggests that this function 
the function of brain development is turned off, changing the pattern of expression of expression in the what they call the cannabinoid receptors where this um, function of the brain exists. The bottom line is individuals with psychosis might use cannabis as a way of self-medicating for their condition, but there's a possibility that this will result in worse outcomes in the long run. So I would encourage you, if you are such a person, to speak to your doctor about your practice, and um, if you're considering starting to smoke um, cannabis, um, you should look at the risk factors involved in the association with psychosis before you start that. Also look at um, the various reasons for starting and look at the risk factors in such as your age and the level of THC in the, um, in the cannabis. That's it for today. I hope you found I hope that you found today to be helpful and informative. I hope that you found it interesting in some way. If you did find it interesting, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can go ahead and give this podcast a good rating or um, you can go ahead and send me an email to the email address included in the comments section of this podcast I'd love to hear from you also please bear in mind that I'm not a medical expert I'm not a research expert on uh, the issues that we've been talking about today Uh, I'm just a supportive voice someone that's concerned for those experiencing psychosis and trying to offer a word of encouragement um, and I hope that that came across if you're listening today. That's it. I hope that you'd be well, and I wish you all the best.